Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. We're now in chapter 26 of Acts, and this is verse 1 through 8. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. So Paul motioned with his hand and began his defense. King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defense against all the accusations of the Jews, and especially so because you are well acquainted with all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. The Jewish people all know the way I have lived ever since I was a child, from the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time and can testify, if they are willing, that I conformed to the strictest sect of our religion, living as a Pharisee. And now it is because of my hope in what God has promised our ancestors that I am on trial today. This is the promise our twelve tribes are hoping to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that these Jews are accusing me. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? So we're continuing Paul's appearance before King Agrippa. And Wednesday we heard Charlie make the point that Paul knew well that Jesus was alive. And yesterday Lydia reiterated this, reminding us that there are two responses to this truth, anger and curiosity. Well, there's plenty of both in this story. Jewish leaders were angry with Paul for teaching this fact, that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. Even though the Pharisees believe in resurrection, to say this about Jesus, well, that was just too much for them. But there's plenty of curiosity also on the part of Felix and Festus and the king, and we get to see God's plan in all of this. As a Jew, Agrippa was well acquainted with Jewish law. He and his party would certainly have known about the resurrection of the dead and why Paul's claim about Jesus so infuriated the Jerusalem elders. And so it's logical that Paul begins his defense by asking, why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? He knew this was a widespread belief, that it was credible to many, perhaps to Agrippa himself. Paul very cleverly begins what on the surface is a legal defense, but in reality, he is being an evangelist. By telling his own story, he's testifying to what Christ has done and about God's great power. Paul wrote in his first letter to the Corinthians that he has the desire only to preach Christ crucified, and that's what he's doing here. Paul goes on to say in that letter that his speech and preaching didn't contain enticing words, but a demonstration of the Holy Spirit and of power. Paul was doing before Agrippa what Christ charged him to do, trust the Holy Spirit. In the 12th chapter of Luke's Gospel, Jesus told his disciples, don't worry about being in a tight spot. The Holy Spirit would give them the words to say. So we can see the Holy Spirit at work in Paul here. He's bold, he's fearless, and although he stands before a king with the power of life and death, he's evangelizing him. And we'll hear more about that next week. The Passion Translation Bible often uses Hebrew or Aramaic sources for context, and a footnote for verse 1 of today's passage says the Aramaic for Paul began his defense could just as easily be translated 
the Holy Spirit issued from his mouth. Paul was relying on the Spirit to tell him what to say. And this is a huge encouragement atop what we've learned the past couple of days about being steadfast in professing our faith, even in the face of opposition or anger. And we have it easy, don't we? Many of our brothers and sisters around the world are doing this up to the point of imprisonment, torture, and even death. Christ said we must be prepared for the same, but we can only do that by trusting the Spirit within us, the one who searches all things and leads us into all truth. We must cultivate that relationship, just as Paul has. Surely Paul is confident about the result. He knows his own testimony. He remembers the word of the Lord, which we read back in chapter 23, where it said, The Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, Paul, for you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify at Rome. So Paul takes courage. He knows what the Lord has directed him to do. He is supremely confident the Lord will carry out his will. He knows the Holy Spirit is with him and working through him, and will continue to see clearly through the rest of the book that he is not afraid. Paul has bolstered his faith so that he can speak boldly, and that's an important example for us today. Let's find ways to strengthen ourselves and one another so we are confident in the Spirit guiding us in challenging circumstances and in removing our fear. As we navigate this difficult season, whether the pressure comes at home or in workplace or even in church, we can always fall back on things the Lord has promised, either in Scripture or in our lives. These promises range from, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, to the private things God has revealed to us in prayer. Cherish them, nourish them, and steward them. These promises of God are the most precious things we have. We can rely on them, and they never fail. Thank you, Alan. Today we prayed for um, Christmas bubbles. We prayed for people without others to bubble with and um, family to spend time with at Christmas. We prayed for those whose family live far away and so won't be able to see them this Christmas. We prayed for those who are working or shielding and can't see people at Christmas. And we prayed for those who don't feel safe in their own home and then we use the Church of England's prayer points to pray for local and national government. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.